the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Morning, everybody. It is a Saturday morning, but it's also Christmas Eve, 24 December 2022 on a Saturday morning, 710 KNUS. We're Denver's talk station. It looks good, man. Warming up 45 will be the high. Tomorrow, 51 degrees. Ski day on Monday, 52, 58 on Tuesday. And this is a tradition that actually began back when I was working with Bob Lee. And we would bring friends and we'd bring family in and everybody would sit and talk. And uh, my son, my grandson are here. They're coming up. And we had the folks on with us before and Ted Trimba and Sheriff Reams. This is a good one for me, you guys. Please say good morning and welcome back to the show. And he, you know, we talk about people that have influenced you over the years. And Ted Trimble was here and Steve, of course, and the guys. I think one of the people that's influenced me for well over 30 years is Brother Jeff. Merry Christmas, Brother Jeff. Thanks for coming on the show. Merry Christmas, Peter. And um, I see or hear you've got your family there wishing you all and everybody the very best. Merry Christmas, my man. Yeah, thank you. What are you going to do? What you, I mean, I know you got a bunch of your moving kids <laughs> like everybody does. But <laughs> what are you, you going to do? What are you doing? Peter, you know, I got the new set of little ones. And so, you know, they're talking about Christmas, looking forward to going to their grandmothers because I guess they get to open up one toy this this uh, on this day, this Christmas Eve. So, that's a tradition for them. And then, you know, we do Kwanzaa and, um, you know, in, remem- in remembrance of my mom, you know, she used to have a menorah. Yeah, man. No, of course. <laughs> you I knew your mom. I, I knew your mom before I knew you. I mean, it's like, yes, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Yes, you do. I, I, I remember being young. We used to pull out this Christmas tree and it was always boxed up. And when you opened up the box, there was like this, this, this brown pole and you mm-hmm. stick in this aluminum foil so got kind of. I got one. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, um, when I worked at KWBZ, that's actually when I met your mom thousands of years ago, the, the mother of all radio stations. And I talked about aluminum trees and I coveted them when I was a kid. And this lady called me and she was probably as old as I am now, maybe, maybe younger. And she said, I have one and I have no one. No, she said, I have no one to give it to. And it was in the original box and it's that, it's that looks like a, uh, like a broomstick, but it's painted silver. Yeah. And you just put the little, you put the um, the branches in the holes. Yeah. If you've got one of those aluminum trees in the box and then you've got the, the accessory bulbs that go with mm-hmm. it, um, you, you've got a collector's item right there. That's like a 55 Chevy or something. Yeah. The, and you know, the cool thing, Brother Jeff's here, Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS, it's Christmas Eve. And then they would have those lights and you had to hide it. And then the heat from the bulb made that thing spin. And it was red and blue and green. Yes. And it shined, yes. it shined on the tree. And, yes, it changed the little colors. Yes. <laughs> like, folks yes. put those outside of their houses now and light up their whole homes. But back then, that was designed specifically for that aluminum tree. Yeah. And somebody told me one time in a, in a talk period like this, if you had a tree that spun, that there was a... Um, like a platform that that tree went on and the, and the tree spun and then the light shined on it 
And then you had those really, no, I'm serious, man. When you're like, you're going, it's like bubble lights. I, I thought just rich people had bubble lights. Well, those are the best of times. And then right next to it, you had that lamp that had that, that um, Roman lady in the middle and it dripped oil down the sides of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, yeah. I mean, that, that was like, I'll show you Christmas, you know, and, um, but it's, it's, it's just interesting, man. It's like, um. What it was and what it is now, and you know, and no, that, this yeah, is, yeah. This 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 is still the greatest time of the year because you've got Christmas and Hanukkah and the solstice and everybody's, you know, in the, in the spirit. I just love this this time of year, and it's it's easier now because I I remember I survived like the blizzard of '82 yeah. during the holidays, and now they closed down schools with like an inch of snow on the ground. Well, I think so too. But yeah, my son's here and um, he was a little boy when that happened, the 82 blizzard. And uh, we got, I, I was working, I was at KOA. And uh, I was stuck with those guys on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And then I moved in, in an apartment that somebody had that you could stay. And a lot of the KOA Channel 4 people were staying at the at a hotel on uh Let's see what, but on Grant Street, I think, and they platooned in and out. Yeah, and, and we we went to work. I mean, we we went to work, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I survived the blizzard of '82 in a Chevy Vega. Ooh, <laughs> that's not good. Ooh, ooh. The Vega. Remember, the Vega only had one wheel in the back that turned. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there were there were cars. I mean, like, um, well, first car I ever had was a 1953 Ford four door. And it didn't have a handbrake. And every place in Pittsburgh is a hill. I'm, I, I tell you the truth. I mean, I told somebody the story. I carried a concrete block in the back seat, and I put it behind the tire. That was that. that I mean, it was like you, if somebody's with you, get out, get the brick, put it behind the rear tire, or you, or let the bumper hit up telephone pole. You know, lean, lean it up. And my dad had a telephone pole in front of his house, and just you know, and then you put it. No, I'm not making it. Back it up. You know, who cared? No, nobody cared. And it was like no, no, my was, Chevy Vega. My Chevy Vega used to smoke like a train, so I used to yeah. have to carry like a gallon of oil in it. Oh yeah, yeah carry <laughs> the police would the police would pull me over and call me by name. Yeah. They would just call me and tell me to come to their car. My man, my brothers, my brothers goes when that judge knows your first name, <laughs> calls your son. <laughs> so what are you going to do today, man? And we got. I hope we can make a big announcement in January. The two of us. What are you going to do today, man? Yeah, we we've got to. Yeah. Um, Peter, what I'm going to do today is, and and this weekend, I'm going to remind you of a story. And you will have forgotten this story, but we've gone through so many different things. I'm going to just remind you of a story, and it goes back to the time where Northeast Denver was full of black folks, and then whites started moving in the early portion of gentrification before the tipping point. And there was some kind of mass shooting or some kind of heinous shooting, and you had done a a radio show, and you were just talking about it, and you asked this question. You said, would, would there ever be a situation where you would just shoot somebody or kill somebody? And um, Muhammad called you on the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember it. I remember it well. He said, he said I could kill up all of these neighbors yep. over here in <laughs> yep. Curtis Park. Yep, I remember it. And you said, well, hold on a second. Do you know Brother Jeff? <laughs> he said, yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> and, and every police force in the called you they were you called me and we averted a race war that was they were on you like a cheap suit because no no one knew who muhammad was but everybody knew you and i and i don't know where i throw your name right and which was stupid and the guy said yeah he's a good friend well 
this guy's threatening <laughs> to kill a whole neighborhood, right? And it was like, okay. He, he was so upset because of zoning laws and yeah. folks were throwing bricks yeah. through his house. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> and then it begins. Uh, I need I needed to have you on to tell you, man, how much you mean, and I hope we go, we're going to have a great a oh, great yeah. event. And Jeffrey, you're the best, man, and, and a member of your mom and everything we've done. Thank yes, you very indeed. much. And when I when I see you, happy holidays, and I got you a signed copy of Daddy O's, Doctor Daddy O's new book. So oh, cool. I got something for you. Good. I love you, Jeffrey, because I owe you that love other you. book too about Muhammad Ali. So. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. I got to read this because I've I've been reading the December 6th testimony. This is from, I wonder why you say Sean Hannity never believed John Ellis. Do you know Sean? Have you heard it from his mouth directly? I have tried to listen to you, but I find it keeps justifying your own views. Merry Christmas and hope you believe in Christ. He loves you. Sean Hannity in front of the January 6th under oath. Every one of those people at Fox said we never believed him. This is Hannity under oath, and I hope you believe in Jesus, and I hope you believe in people to testify under oath using God as their testimonial switch. Sean Hannity never believed any of them, or at least he claims he's trying to get out of a lawsuit. And believe me when I tell you, that's not going to stop right there with Fox. Merry Christmas. Why would you say Sean, Sean Hannity under oath testified that he never believed it? I would urge you to do something here. Read. Read. Morning, everybody. My son and grandson coming up, and Roberto's here, and Mr. Crowley's here. And listen, um, selling houses, and it is a it can be a tough time right now. As a result, it's trying to get again your first real estate agent. It says that most people don't. Painful holding costs and lower offers. And recommend my realtor, Gay Ribble, with Empower Home Team Keller Williams Realty. Gay already has the buyers. In fact, she has over fourteen thousand ready buyers looking to buy right now. Gay Ribble leads the industry with getting your home sold fast and for top dollar. She nets her her seller 6% more. On average, Gay will guarantee if your home doesn't sell, she'll buy it in cash at a price acceptable to you. For you or anybody you know thinking about selling your home, call the agent I trust. Give Gay Ribble Empower Home Team direct and call her. She's wonderful. She's a friend. Call the number. That's 833-301-SOLD. 833-301-SOLD. Or visit Gay. She spells it G-A-Y-E. GayHasTheBuyers.com. 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 The Empower Team with Gay Ribble. Direct 833-301-SOLD. I want to light these microphones up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in the inner circle of the family, they're known as the guys. These are the two best I know. It's my son Morgan and his son, Liam, who's got the hat on. And he ran in and hugged Kenny because he knows Kenny. Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. How are you? Good morning. Morning to you guys. Um, it is, um, I, somebody asked me to ask you about the lights on my house that you and I, we tell everybody that you and I did, we put those lights up, didn't we? Yes, sir. <laughs> of course we didn't, but we tell everybody we did. We went on a, uh, a light cruise to look at other lights. And, uh, so Christmas, man's out of school. What are you guys going to, well, we're all going to be together for lunch, but what are you guys going to do today? It feels like summer out there today. Yeah. So compared to the last couple of days. So, um, I don't know. Maybe what? play some football for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Get some exercise. Yeah. As, and we had a great baseball year this year. And uh, champions. champions this year. That was great. I was there. And those kids got rings. I was telling Kenny and you know Kenny played professional, but at the at the at the award winners for the kids, they got rings. 
Never thought I'd see that. That was pretty cool. It was way cool. It was way cool. And Liam played first base and pitched, and he's got a pretty fair stick. Did you ever figure a batting average out for, for the year? I don't think we do batting average. We don't do batting? Okay. Above right. 500. Yeah. No, yeah, I was, you know, he was killing the ball, man. He was, he was really, Every other game, maybe. But. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what, what is your memory of Christmas, Morgan? Here? Uh, a lot of great memories growing up. Uh, I was definitely thinking of all the times that in elementary school when you brought our school on the air. Yeah. And we would sing Christmas carols and, yeah. and do all that kind of fun stuff. Um, one big thing that I'm in gratitude to both you and my mom yeah. is you were always of service to others. So. Yeah. We volunteered a lot. We you spent Christmas at Step 13. That and when we were younger, we did the Salvation Army. That's right. At old Kurgan Hall, which was the convention center yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And we would always go uh, feed and help uh, on that. So you were always a great role model there. So wow. I remember you. many Christmas Eves and you guys would – or Christmas Days, you guys had set the table for Cote. Or, and that was like – I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. We'd carve cooked turkeys and – yeah. It was a great time. Maybe your listeners don't know this, but you have one of the biggest hearts of gold that any human has right now. Uh, Why would you say Sean Hannity never believed that? <laughs> <laughs> I never believed Jen Ellis. I, I don't know. You've learned a lot. You've come. Uh, you, you know, your sister and I talk about that same stuff, about what do you remember? And it's good that you have, you know, you remember that good stuff. Yeah. I was very blessed to have two wonderful parents yeah, that's kind. who uh, – gave us everything and yeah. more so yeah. well, thank it a, you it was a great time i i love christmas and yeah, i had a time in my life where boy, christmas was rough but it's it's come back around and today we're going to be doing stuff so that'll be cool and then tomorrow i'll see you man see you in miami you but, better not spill your coffee this time oh <laughs> man you always find a way to bust on your grandfather but yeah i spilled my coffee last year um i spill my coffee in here all the time so what's what's Claude's going to bring you, man? What do you think? Everything. Everything. Plus, he's been a really great kid this he's year. He's been a great kid. Uh, we get excellent remarks from his teachers. Yeah. So we we phoned in a few extra calls to Santa this year, his mom and I. Uh, so and I know Val's listening right now. Yeah, sure. So hello, Val. Merry Christmas. I uh, we have our great neighbors, and they have little twin guys, and uh, I get them stuff every year and i just love these kids so this year i said to their mom what do they want and they said they wanted a hula hoop so me and this guy was it thursday in that really cold weather we started trying to find hula hoops yeah thursday. yeah yeah we didn't find we had breakfast and then we went to find hula hoops couldn't find them yesterday i found them and so we're looking for hula hoops and i i mean my we had a hula hoop when i was a kid and they've been around a long time i found them and I was going to bring yours in because he said to me, I want a hula hoop. I said, right, you know, what are they, five bucks or something? More than that. But uh, so here's my only thing with the hula hoop. You got to play in the house. That's a deal. <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> okay. You can't, I can't tell you how much joy you have brought into my life. And these, we call ourselves the guys. When they closed Perkins, they took us out. That was, that they was, took you out. they took everybody out. We used to go to Perkins. They closed Perkins. Did they have a booth for you and Kenny, like named after? We, well, that named after Kenny. I think you had a lot of hours there. Named after Kenny and Chuck Bonnewell. All of your, uh, <laughs> all of your disposable income went yes. to Perkins. You Perkins, need that bumper sticker. Kenny and I and Chuck Bonnewell were always like, and then Liam after baseball games. That was the training table. 
It was a victory. What would we, winner's table? We call it the winner's table. We'd go in into Perkins and do that. Well, I want you two to know how much you guys mean to me, and I know you got a busy morning, and I'll catch up with you. And I find Casey's here. And Casey just came in. Roberto's here. So you guys want to hang out a little bit? We'll do this. I'm shut their mics off if you would, Blake. Um, 45 will be the high, 51 tomorrow, and Monday's 52 degrees. Coming up, much more on our friends and family, in-laws and outlaws, Christmas Eve show, 710 Kane. You asked my friend David Ellis, who we're going to see tonight. And you heard me talk about your then taking valuables to David. I think Kenny, he's open today, isn't he? Don't you think he is? Yeah, Kenny said, yeah. And get a fortune in cash and secure an appraisal from David for the valuables that you have tucked away in your home. In fact, my son sent me a text. He has a friend that went through a divorce and wants to get a ring, right? Wants to put your, turn his mic, my, see if you're still on. I don't know if you are. Get a, get a, we can't, no mentioning names. But uh, be on now. So you have a friend that's, that's getting or has been through it? Uh, divorced, yes. Co-worker friend and looking to uh, sell a very nice diamond ring. Well, it's got the right place. And yes. what, do they, what do they call it? Bad luck jewelry or what's it called? Is I don't know. Something it's called. Anyhow, kill the mic. David Ellis, Cherry Creek, just in case you don't have a Rolex watch, a rare coin or silver set. Get See David for all the meaningful gifts. David Ellis Jewelry says the right item. There's two kids that grew up together, Morgan and Casey's daughter. And she, I just saw her. She's looking in the window. Go see David for all your meaningful gift-giving occasions. It's open today. You can do it. David Ellis Jewelers has the right item, just the right price for special people that mean the most. Antique watches, emerald prints, gold necklaces, diamond rings. The trusted jeweler has been buying precious meals and medals and antiques. I said meals. Precious, learn to read. Precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades. Dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces your loved ones will treasure. Visit David Ellis Jewelers for yourself. He is there now. Black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. Explore DavidEllisJewelry.com or after Christmas you get the, I'm going to sell this. Call David Ellis, 303-322-8779, 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek, the black awning. And tell him Kenny, tell him Kenny Deal sent you, 303-322-8779. This is my song for Christmas. My sister and myself. Her dolly. From the best little whorehouse in Texas. Unless you know, you never will know. Sing it, Dolly. It's a Saturday, everyone. It is Christmas Eve, December the 24th, 2022. I'm Peter Boyle's In-Laws and Outlaws, our friends and family Christmas Eve traditions that go back to when Morgan was a little boy. And Bob Lee and I are doing the morning show on KLEK, and he taught me how to do this, or at least he said do it this way. Looking back and looking forward, and um, we'll get some calls in in the next hour, hopefully, 303-696-1971. 
and we got the crew, but let me do this first. Is Danny Kaplis, and I was thinking about calling Kaplis and see if he wanted to come on the show. He's like, he'd be great. Law Office of Dan Kaplis, Danny believed, and he is true, the only lawyer in Colorado to win five straight multi-million dollar jury, jury verdicts and motor vehicle crash cases. And all those guys that work on the job and that television ad they're running right now is great. And uh, the highly successful firm, great lineup, including six former deputy DAs who have now got this tremendous courtroom experience and the survivors and watching these people work together and doing the job. Danny believes talks cheap, experience counts, and results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts, out-of-court settlements. Capitalist's law firm believes that who you hire speaks a lot about who you are. They suggest you choose a law firm that everybody values. He is my friend. He's the man. The firm believes that his core values have been the foundation of his historic success and faith and integrity and hard work and dedication to righteous causes. If you need Danny's help, call him at 303 907 303-907-5003. 303-907-5003. In the studio, when I first came to work over here, has it been almost 11 years, Mark? Has it been? How long has it been? It's, okay, uh, yeah. yeah, it's 10 years right now, coming up on 10 years. And I always speak about, obviously, what happened. And we actually, we have well, somebody from the uh, the other school is with us here, but it's up not to Not anymore. You. You're not? No. Uh, let, well, let's put, let's pull it back. He did fly the Death Star out here, though. It's, did, did it's he parked really? in the yeah. West lot. Did he really? <laughs> Anyhow, so I came in the door, and and because of um, lawyers that were working for Brand X and the people who were involved in that are no longer there, but after being fired, and then they tried to stop me from working, they tried to invoke uh, just, you know, horrible things, very punitive, and I had to get the Jack Rotola, who was, his motto is the guy from... uh, when True Grit, well, the lawyer's name was uh, Loyal J. Daggett, I think was his name. And she would always threaten people with law- Lawyer Daggett. I had Jack. And I got to work, and I came in the door early that morning. And actually, I know I knew Mark's wife. Mm-hmm. And I knew Mark because we worked together as kids before he went on to cops. But I met you. Casey, of course, Casey's here. His family's here. That was a morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the day before, so they kept blocking you for two days yeah, before. Yeah. And I already wanted to punch Pete in the face because every call I would get, it was like, is Peter Boyle's on? No, he's not on. You guys you guys are just teasing this. It's not going to happen. You guys are going to have – I was like, I took so many calls like that. I was like, oh, my gosh, now i got to deal with this. But, yeah, and then uh, right out of the box, we just – Let me let me I'll complete the story because it's one I love to tell. Hi, honey. I see your daughter back there. Um, I – he came in and he said that he was perhaps going to do something else. Yeah, I was going to maybe go to switch to the afternoon. Yeah, and this was like four thirty in the morning. I yeah, said, all right, all right, okay. and then about thirty minutes in the show, somebody's screaming at Pete. I've hit the dump button already. I'm like, man, I'm not leaving this. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's here. Billy Thorpe's here. And Roberto's here, and everybody went through it. Yeah, and it's like I tell everybody, well, come to the show and you know let me know what you think. So we'd be nowhere without Mark. No. Nah, Mar- Mark's the one person at this entire station the entire time I worked here. I agree. If you said jump, I said how high, sir. <laughs> no, no. And there's a there's a moment in there's a moment in Cleveland that we can't talk about, but it's called Crowley at his finest. Yes. And he lit a whole room up. He made he made one person Yes he did. 
towel real quick. Yes, he that did. Yes, he did. Bit little bit off uh, more than he could chew. Needed so. needed new underwear. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I witnessed it. It wasn't pretty. And I said, I told you, don't to do that. <laughs> yeah, quit pushing him, man. Quit don't, pushing don't, him. Don't him alone. So I, I think my I think my favorite memory of the three of us yeah. together is the day he pranked you with your headphones. Oh, that was a good one, and the one we're coming up with Roberta when yep. we thought we were going Spanish language. Yes, but Mark, your face, your face when he snapped those headphones in front of you. I've had these headphones since before that grown man over there, or when he was born. I yeah, mean, they I've, look it. Oh, they're, they're, they're the good luck <laughs> But charm. Mark, of course, Mark being who he is, yeah. he found the exact same pair online. And what he did is then when he got them... He and he was supposed it. to fix mine. Yes. So he must have laid in the weeds for oh, yeah. months. So finally he had he had these old crappy ones, yeah. and he already had your new ones all ready to go. Yep. And he came in screaming at Pete, oh. I'm tired of dealing with you these. You don't know what it was? I said Hitler was dead, and you guys were watching that Hitler made <laughs> yeah. it out. I said, you remember that? I'm going, no, Hitler died. And, and, then, and then he came in, and he snapped He was mad at him. Yep. Oh. Snapped him right in front of him, and I thought, and Pete he threw, looked, And he threw him. And Pete looked like a 10-year-old kid that you just kicked his dog. He, he was, was just like... I mean, he's holding them in his hand, looking at me like, "Oh my uh, gosh!" I, I've had these since since I worked with Bob, and and Crowley comes in, kicks the door, and we've been in these big feuds anyhow. And he he takes the headsets and he snaps them in half at the brim, and he chucks them at me <laughs> and walks out. And he walks out, and I'm going. Well, Son you waited of what about five minutes? Yeah, yeah. And, right, going, and then, then he walked back in with a brand new pair. He's like, now nah, I'm just no, messing no, with just you. Mess with <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that. He used no. another word. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you were like, oh, thank oh, God. Oh, thank God. Um, we have had us a time. And um, with Mark, um, I mean, there's so many great Mark Crowley stories. I mean, nobody steps out of line. Or they do. Not long. Not long. Not long. Because he was 34 years as a street cop. Yeah. And, you know, he's got these big hands. Remember, we used to talk about his hands. Yeah. Look at his hands. I'm not messing with him. I'm not messing with him. <laughs> or, or, or Mark walk out mad at you or me oh. about something, and we'd both be like, hey, dude, we got to be on our we best behavior today. <laughs> Mark's already mad at us. <laughs> or we get in fights with other people. Yes. We get in fights with each other. Uh, the one where you and I, I can't remember. Who knows? Pete and I would go at it. I mean, we would be screaming. You could hear us down the hall just screaming at each other. And Brian Taylor, the general manager of the station, walks in one morning, and I'm screaming at Pete. I think it was some ad or something you want to read, and I'm like, you're going to read that if I bleep, 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 bleep. And Brian Taylor looks at the studio, and, he go, and I go, what do you want? He's like, no. Nothing. He just laughed. He walked out. We got in fights with people. Yeah. Man, and then he like, comes back after the show, and Pete and I are in here goofing off laughing. He's like, you guys are talking? We're like, yeah, it was yeah, a sure. show. <laughs> it's a show. It's like growing up. <laughs> yeah, it's like a show. It. And we, but we never, we always backed away from Mark. Yeah, I've never gotten in a fight Not in a fight with him. Hey, he got mad at me. Yeah. Okay, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I never. No, Mark's like, we're gonna do this. I was like, okay, got it. Hey, I will do it. So well, we're yes. we're sitting yesterday. I'm having a uh, beer with our good friend here, and he was. Telling you can us, say the good friend's name. Yeah, Connor Shreve, yeah. Uh, who was doing news here when I started. Yeah, and that's how we became friends. And uh, he tells a story about four thirty in the morning. You're all dog tired, but all of a sudden you just hear Pete screaming down the hall, cursing at us, making jokes. I mean, I, I don't I don't think we realized how y- unique we had it at that time, did we? No. Connor is one of the great skiers that ever worked in radio. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. one of the things I remember is that show we were doing up yeah, there you for ski. different stations and took some turns together afterwards. Yeah, no, you're a good skier, man. That was we great. Got, we get off the lift, and this kid's like bringing smoke, and I'm going, Phew, what am I doing with him? I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. yeah. But you worked on the job with us, and when I came on with Mark and I and Case and everybody, and 
Tom uh, Mueller in some Tom, cases. Tom Mueller, yeah. I mean, we had we had us a time. We Actually, really one of my favorite parts of working with you. I wore my shirt today as a little, I see it, the little homage. Yeah, sure. When you asked me to take part in that hour yeah. on yeah. the Almond Brothers oh, you were man. doing, that was... And we do the first segment, and I don't think I said a word. We go to break, and you said, speak up, man. Ask yeah, some questions. Don't wait. And that the next 45 minutes were some of my m- most fun memories in radio. Some of my favorite, it's one of my favorite bands, the Allman Brothers. And, uh, and, and then I realized he's a geek. You know, he, know, he knows the Allman <laughs> Brothers. And I'm going, okay, I'll step back. But I don't know, you guys. Um, you know, everything that happened this year and then um, getting to come back on to do Saturdays. And, and Mark, we do a thing called The Shoot that's been really successful. That wouldn't have happened without Mark. Mark made the shoot work, and you should see some of that when he starts getting hot. (laughs) (laughs) But we've just learned, like, it's Mark. Let's leave him alone. Exactly. Let me do this. Let me do a turnaround because I want to bring – I don't know how we can do this. We only got three microphones. Well, I got to bail out anyway because I got a prime rib I got to cook here shortly, so – you know, he has, he, what are you doing this? You're smoking stuff. Half yeah. The, what, yeah. You're not smoking, smoking a, prime. a prime rib. Are you really? Yeah. How do you smoke a prime rib? Well, you put it on the smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you light fire. Yeah. And there's wood, and then that makes and smoke. That's smoking, that's how you smoke a prime rib. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what this radio show was like for 10 years. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, today's Christmas Eve. I was on with George yesterday. We were doing the, he called it the Christmas Adam show. We did the Christmas Adam show yesterday, Christmas Eve show today. Yeah. Uh, remember when we did airing of the grievances? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> for, and, uh, you know, the Festivus and, and show. Festivus, yeah. He got beat up for four hours, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Shmodo, I'm, I'm thinking, well, that's funny. You this know, will be fun. We're thinking it would be like gags, funny. Yeah. People called in and they let him have it. And first hours. call, first call. First out of the yeah. box. You know, and I thought, well, it would be funny, right? Airing of the grievances like George Costanza. Yep. Wrong again. Yeah. And first call was Father Hugh. Father Hugh. And yeah. he lit yeah. you up. And then yeah. Marie. Yeah. <laughs> All these, like, really. But Father Hugh, oh. like, lit the fire. Was oh. Like, oh, yeah. In I was case, like, how well, do I get out of it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> we got in wars with people, too. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, we we had a couple of hoots here that were pretty good, too. And it was like, I'm watching Casey's head jump up and down. And it's like, it's on. We're going to go. Um, you stay. You stay. I know you got to go, and if you don't get home, I know the woman is waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. So tell me again about uh, prime rib. How do you smoke a prime rib? Yeah, very slowly. <laughs> With cautiously. Yeah, I mean, we'll eat it, you know, 5 o'clock, and, uh, I mean, i got to have it in in 25 minutes. So Who's coming? Um, well, we're actually doing two. The prime rib is just a private family dinner. Okay. And then we got all the relatives and they get the leftovers. Remember the punchline of that joke? So who's coming? Well, just me and you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have the fancy app that you can no. track everything? No. no. I know a couple. You guys can like track their smoking their meats Don't on their phone. Yeah. But I, I didn't go that big. Hang on. Thank you for another great no, year. It's, it's Mark always Crowley. my privilege. I'll we're going to move a lot of, we're going to platoon, as they say, people in and out of this. 45 will be the high 51 on Sunday. Blake, kill the other mics. And when things break and don't work right, it's time plumbing and heating and electric. And it is, people learned some things this week when I went to 14 Below. Right now, my friend Brad Apple, time plumbing, heating, and electric for all your service needs. They have the best, easy to remember number for all your needs 303 Plumber. Denver Naders, Brad and Judy Apple own time plumbing, heating, and electric, licensed since 1983. Is your furnace getting old and not heating like it used to? Well, you found out this week, right? Time, plumbing, heating, and electric can clean and service your furnace for 69 bucks. No, Marky, I wish, I wish you could stay for one more segment with Roberto, and, but I know you got to go. 
because we're going to talk about when we went Spanish language. We'll do that one coming up. They clean service your furnace normally, 120 bucks at $69. If your furnace is getting old, not heating like it used to, time plumbing, heating, and electric, a blowout special. Everybody learned a lot this week. Get $2,000 off a of standard pricing for a new ream or carrier furnace replacement. What did you find out when it was like 14 below? They offer furnace and financing starting at only 62 bucks a month. New furnace and your old one will be recycled. They'll take care of it. Simply dial their easy-to-remember number, 303-PLUMBER. Mention my name, the furnace special. Get 2000 bucks off a of furnace replacement for this month. Move on it. Remember, their number, 303-PLUMBER. If you got a problem, 303-PLUMBER. If you want to check, 303-PLUMBER. You want to get something cleaned up, 303-PLUMBER. 303-P-L-U-M-B-E-R. Back after this. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Santa baby, I always thought this was just cool. slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. Went on to play so Batwoman. Earth a kid. Tonight. Billy Thorpe, Peter Boyles, Casey Boyer, Roberto's here, and. Connor Shreve's here, and Kenny Deal's here, and the guys just went to wrap presents, and all's well. It's a Saturday morning. It's Christmas Eve, December 24, 2022, a Saturday, good old 710 Kane U.S., warming up in 45, 51 Sunday, Monday, 52 degrees. I'm going to sneak a collar in here for a second, but first, Cowboy Moving and Storage, recommended mover. Go to CowboyMoving.com, click on Customer Reviews. It's incredible, and these this is an important place. I said, when you walk in, this guy's got a... 1947 Indian tank shifter in his office that he's had redone. And it's like, you walk in, okay, you're good. Cowboy provides residential commercial moves throughout Colorado, can store your valuables, and Cowboy can do a load and hold. This is the one that I really like. Basically, you're moving in a new office or residence, but you have to leave your current location before the new place is available. Then this, the storage service for you. Load and hold trailers can work well for short or long-term storage. What really makes Cowboy the recommended mover is the men that do the work. Now, think about this. So you got to move grandma. you got to move the grand piano. Whatever it is, they, they're, I mean, they're there. They come and do it for you. Cowboy, the recommended mover, the guys who do the job, making, making this the best for Cowboy for years. Truly, what makes a difference from moves to loads and holds to storage, Cowboy's been Colorado's recommended mover since 1968. Cowboy donates a portion of every move to Freedom Service Dogs, and that's the best. Cowboymoving.com. Or you want to do that load and hold, which I think is the best. 303-789-2200. 303-789-2200. When we went through the Ramseys, and it's all back in the news again, with John demanding of uh, cops or something, and you keep telling everybody, look, the grand jury wanted to indict them both for that little girl's murder. This is Don Reggae, and we formed a company called Media Horror Productions. And he has been such a special guy in my life. I want to get him a Merry Christmas. Donnie Man, good morning. Hey, Peter. Um, I, it wouldn't be Christmas without saying uh, uh, Merry Christmas to you, uh, because for the past God knows how many, at least a decade plus, uh, it's always been the traditional playing of Paula the Brown Nose journalist that, that really kicked off the season. Nothing, so, uh, nothing, sells, nothing says Christmas. <laughs> nothing says Christmas like Paula the Brown, those journalists. So I know you have a full roster. And we do. Love you. I, I really enjoy hearing you on uh, Saturday mornings. I've got my uh, Wake Up With Peter uh, coffee mug 
every Saturday. So Merry Christmas, <laughs> well, man. You, you, you mean, bring joy to a lot of people. Well, I wanted to tell you, I mean, how much you mean to me. We still text each other. We do texting to one another. Donnie um, was the heart and soul of all of it. I was just some dope that would... I'd be on, I was running a lot then, running, you know, five or six, seven miles a day, and I would I would get something in my head, and I'd say, that's a song, that's a song, it's a song, and I would call Don generally on a Friday and ruin his weekend, and I'd yeah, say... Yeah, you, you ruin more weekends than my ex-wife, now that I think about it. <laughs> but, but anyway, I, I, I'll get out of the way. I no. just, uh, just know that there are a lot of your old friends that are out here listening to you every okay. Saturday. I love you, Don. I respect you the most, and thank you for everything. Be safe. Merry Christmas. Talk to you later. Don Reggae. All right. Now, there was a moment, and you want to mic these guys up. And so Casey, Casey's here, who was the original producer of the morning show, and Billy Thorpe's here. will be with us a little later. But this guy, uh, Casey, introduce our mystery guest. Our mystery guest is probably the nicest person oh. that any of us have worked with Absolutely. in radio, anybody. And uh, he was... Uh, Working on the Spanish station at the time yeah. with our good buddy Efren, and yeah. uh, it's Kevin. Kevberto's on with us. Man. My How boy, you doing, buddy. I, I, I love good. this guy. I'm excited to be here. So I invited him to come, and because he had sent me a text about some things, and he's now when we met him, he was single. Now he's married. How, how many? You have two, three, two, three, three kids. Three kids total. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and we love. I went to his wedding. Yeah. I went to Berto's wedding, and it was a great wedding, by the way. And it was, um, and so. I immediately just love Roberto, and so I had this crazy idea on April Fool's Day. How long? That was and, and, and like man. There's a YouTube of it, and it has like eighty-six thousand views or something really ridiculous. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, why don't we pull a gag, a stunt, that our morning show is going Spanish? And I wasn't here. That's right. You I was in Winter Park. You were missing. I so said we play, and Crowley played out in it. Tom Muller, but Efren. Now, talk, talk about what we did, because you were the brains behind all of this. I just came up with the idea. Well, uh, we uh, uh, we invaded your show. Yeah. We took over. Uh, we Chewy and Baca. Chewy and Baca. Chewy and Baca. <laughs> I, 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 no, I named the team. Yeah. I named the team Chewy and Baca. Efren was Chewy. Chewy, yeah. And uh, he actually came up with all the sound bites and yeah. everything. He's... Amazing. We had Tom read the news in Spanish. Spanish. Oh, yeah. He's messing up the words. That was actually a last-minute thing. He yeah. came up to us, and he's like, can you guys pre- translate this and just give it to yeah. to me, and I'll just read it in, on the air? And he did just as we thought we, we would. Yeah. And, you, and then we had, we, had Beth, we had Bethany on the air. You guys called her because we were in Winter we, Park. We gagged her. And, and she said I had been missing since the night before when we yeah. found out that we were, the show was getting taken off the air. At the end of, at the, end of the like 9.30 in the morning, the Aurora PD came. Yeah. And, yeah. and Crowley, it's like War of the Worlds, you know, and Crowley is mugging. He's down in the parking lot. No, he's actually on the other side of the glass, and he's muffled his hand like this, and he's talking. He saw all these black SUVs are in the lot. And, uh, and, uh, and and Efron kept saying, it's our guys from L.A. And, and then Kelly became the other program director. Yep. Rob Roberts. Rob Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. And if I ever need an on-air name. You know, it's so great. Rob Roberts. <laughs> we kept it such a secret. We didn't tell anybody. No. My phone blew up. My no. whole family was like, dude, what happened? You're not, you don't have a job anymore? I was like, oh, my gosh. No, no, no. This is all a gag. No, it's a gag. <laughs> but we gagged him. And then when, when we were done, and then Mark said, Mark came in and there was two Aurora policemen. Yep, that somebody like and you know my my idol in doing this is is what Wells did on Halloween night when he gagged America. You know he um, said this war of the worlds, 
And I've all and I, you know, we're not not near as well as he did it, but we tried it, and we had Spanish news, and and Tommy stumbled over everything, uh, and these guys people were, were calling in hot. Yeah, man. and I kept saying, I don't know what's going on, but these guys are here, and and it was Chewy and Baca, and and then they would speak. They're both wonderful, English, Spanish, Spanish, English. Oh. Uh. And, and Efren sold it. Like, Efren was sold. the big personality. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, he's a wrestling geek like we are. And so... That's you, where it all came from, right? That's right. We were talking about wrestling, yeah. about all the... Um, well, you got it in with luchadors. You, they, yes. They, they shaved your head or cut yes, your head. Yes, I did. And yeah. I actually did a... What is it? What is it? A... Um, a match where yeah. you bet a betting mask, so yeah. a betting match. Yeah. Sorry, hair, hair versus hair. hair, right, Billy? Yep. I mean, Billy knows. Yeah, right. and uh, we started talking about uh, you know turning on the other person on your partner. Mm-hmm. So this is where where it all came a heel from. turn. It was yeah, a heel, heel turn. turn. Yeah, and so you they heel turned me and for a whole show, whole show, and they they were actually doing a radio show down the hall. Yep. Now it, was the last hour when we. Cut away and said, "No, nah, this is all a gag." Bro- we broke kayfabe. Yeah. No, I don't think we ever broke kayfabe till the till the cops came and I realized it was serious. Yeah, and, we were like, "Oh, it's probably." There were like women. That's riding. when I got scared. So I got I scared like, too. Yeah. And there were women riding around the parking lot. Crowd is going, "Hey, there's people down there looking." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went, "Man, they're buying in." Yeah. <laughs> it's a shoot. I'm not kidding. My phone went. I oh. mean, I had so many people. Dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, sorry for what? You lost your job? No, I didn't. <laughs> Billy, was it Billy? Was it a shoot or a work? It was oh, a work. It was a work. Been a work. Was that a work shoot? Yeah, work, work shoot. Well, yeah. that was our six o'clock meeting every morning. So yeah. when Billy started producing the morning show yeah. uh, on uh, what station was that, yeah, Bill? Uh, the business station. Business station. Yeah. And then so Roberto would be down the hall doing Spanish. Yeah. Billy would be down the hall, and then six o'clock meeting. We all come in that break, and then these three knuckleheads would talk wrestling, and I'd be like, "You guys are." Idiots. Well, the <laughs> are alive, yeah, yeah it, it was Casey's turn to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. He's like, watch the board. I'll be back in like five. But yeah. K- K- I, I think you were with Connor up Warner Park, or were you guys? Were you no, up I was there? with the family and, and my joint. Yep. Yeah, and yep. the old, the old one. Yeah, and they, oh, that's right. Yeah. And, then, and they said, well, and well, who was running the board? And I don't Craig. even remember. Craig, Craig D'Aragon was. Oh, okay. Yep. Another yeah. guy. Yeah. Yep. Spanish. And yep. he could speak Spanish. Yep. And he was saying stuff. Yeah. And. It was hilarious. Oh, it was the best. I, I remember just how ang- people would call us like a week to two weeks later. I'm still not talking to you over this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and somebody made a YouTube video of yeah. it. Mark it, did. Mar- Marky did. Well, yeah, so, Mark so, did. That was we all have an Mark. hour of it, and I'm crying. I mean, these two guys are sitting right here, and they're, and they're, 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 you know, they're working each other. Just and, Tom doing the newscast just... And I, <laughs> I think that set the tone for the, the sweet, rest of the, the show. Sweet, yeah. The sweetest old man on the face of the earth. And he's like, he oh, I said that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like heels. They were being heels. Yeah. Bob Roberts. Yeah. Efren was just making fun of everybody. Yeah. Just... You it's gotta, the new wave, man. You got to be part of and it. And he had that LA, had that LA <laughs> yeah. accent yeah, going. It's time to get out of here. You know, yeah. he's looking at me. White boy, go. You know, like, <laughs> he said the old guard needs to go. <laughs> oh no, it was great. And people are hot, man. Woo. Oh. And but I said when when Mark let the Aurora PD in, that's when we know that we screwed. Like, the all right, we yeah. probably it's too knock real. this off now. Yeah, Billy said we went to the blade, but yeah. it was like, <laughs> we're gonna bleed and go home. Yeah. Um, you guys, I mean, I'm telling you. That was the time, and things are great for you now, and things are great for you now, and um, I, um, I have Billy knows coming up and come on the show with us, and then Connor. Connor lives in Durango now. Yeah, he went left town. Roughing it, roughing it. Yeah, Real living tough. in Durango, skiing every day. <laughs> Life's tough. Of a town to be in, man. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. When 
my daughter went to school at Fort Lewis, and so I, I know Fort Lewis. At least I knew Fort Lewis. But skiing with this guy, like he's come on, oh, he's he's awesome. He said, "Let's go make some runs." I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll ski with almost anybody." I think he not only is that he, he can ski, but he also can ride a bike, like off road oh, and road. Yeah. He's a cyclist. We, we all did a radio show together on, and now, by the way, plug you and your brother do a show. Yeah, Sunday nights here on seven ten KNUS. It's uh, my brother Scott and myself. Uh, hmm. Seven to nine p.m. So much I'm on it, yeah. but yeah, we're we're here every week. Uh, do a little bit. We talk about building up men, and then also a little bit of sports because I'm the sports. I junkie. love his brother and Pastor Scott. And I said, what, "What was like the worst thing you did?" Because he was Barney badass. He said, "I bounced in Montana on St. Patrick's Day in Butte, yep. which is a real. I mean, all the Irish came here and went to Butte, and it's like one of the biggest St. Patrick's, you know." knock down drag outs and i said you did what because mm-hmm. i heard the stories about butte montana st patrick's day yeah and he worked in some joint up there and i'm going dude you know but he is one of those guys that you really believe i mean he's, he's a very oh trust me my face felt it many times <laughs> <laughs> we went to the car show and i met your dad and he was like shaking his head you know <laughs> yeah my dad's a short stocky yeah, guy and oh. he's like these three meathead sons of his <laughs> well you know who his fav- my dad's favorite son is who connor yeah. <laughs> That's what he tells me all the time. My favorite son's Connor. I'm like, I can't argue that. I'm going to do this. We're coming up on time, and uh, I want to get Billy, and I want to get your girls in here, and Beth in here, and I don't know who else is showing up, but we we opened the door, so sit still, and let me do this, and then um, why don't we do this, hey, Blake, why don't we do this, let me do this, and then you break it early, and I think somebody needs to teach people producing, and <laughs> <laughs> we... Blake. Blake. (laughs) Oh, my. That was hilarious. Ski season is in full swing. Ask Connor. The snow is good. And I'm going to be going tomorrow afternoon. What it means is time to visit Larson Ski and Sport to get all your new gear for the season. They're open today. So if you have people that you really love to ski or board or cross country and you haven't quite hit the wall, see them. I have to read this. And I'm going to put me Connor for a second. Throw the mic. I don't know why. This is in the ad. And I've asked them forever. If you're a renter and you want to try snowboarding, just bring your skis back and they'll hand you a board. Why? I mean, it doesn't add up. Bring your rental skis back? Bring your rental skis back and they'll give you a a rental board. Okay. No, and I know people that board and I know people that ski, but my, my son, Morgan, who left, he can do both. Can you, can you board as well? The season my family moved here. I was 12 years old, and I tried to board, and I gave it a go for about three days and was frustrated as all get out. And finally, my dad kicked my ass and said, get, get back on skis, yeah, dude. Right. What are you doing? Well, you, know, you know what they say when you run into a snowboarder on the mountain? You know what he says? Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's unfair, and I'm sorry to snowboarders. But I, I, I keep telling you know, and Paul, who is the best skier in the universe, you know, maybe I so, so I don't like to ski, so here's a snowboard. If you don't like to ski, you're going to get crushed on a snowboard. They only ever run into me anyway. Yeah, well, they can't. they got to catch you. But the guys at Larson's take the time to get to know you and your family, match you up with the right brands, you enjoy your time on the hill. Larson's is the best. I mean, really convenient. Everybody I know goes to Larson's. Stop on the way up the hill, on the way home. You're westbound on I-70. Get off on the Kipling exit. Come down the ramp. Make a left. Go underneath I-70, out the tunnel, out the other side. Look to your right. See a crab shack. Next to the Crab Shack, of course, Larson Ski and Sports, seven days a week. They're open today. So the guys at Larson are absolutely the experts. John John Marriott and Paul and all the folks that are there. You need winter sports, 
You need some. You need help. Stop in today and tell them I sent you. Larson Ski and Sport, South of I-70 on Kipling, 303-423-0654, 303-423-0654, LarsonSport.com. They are really the best. Saturday morning, 45 will be the high, 51 on Sunday. Billy Thorpe, Peter Boyles, a whole bunch of guys. This has been a wonderful day, and um, it's a kind day. 45 and warming up, 51. Blake got the con, 52 on Monday, 58 on Tuesday. Back after a turnaround right here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.